For 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. Tight end Bubba Franks was the Packers' first-round draft choice in 2000, the 14th pick in that year's lottery. Bubba's football story began in the small town of Spring, Texas, under the glow of Friday Night Lights. Well, those are the good old days. Well, I mean, in Texas, like, you, you eat, sleep, breathe football. You know, football is, is everything, you know, and uh, a lot of the former high school players and parents, they're always there every Friday night. It's kind of like being in Green Bay, you know, a small little town and everybody comes and support it. So when I got here, I, I almost felt like I was back home. What an experience that must have been. So you go to college at Miami. Oh yeah, that's, that's How about totally that? different. Now you atmosphere. talk about a culture shock, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, my biggest thing coming out of high school was I, I wanted to get away from home, you know, and kind of grow up as a man. Because you know, if I was anywhere near my um, anywhere in Texas, I'd probably be home. I'd, be, I'm a, I'd still be a mama's boy. I'd, I'd be home every week with my clothes, and you know, I would have never had the chance to go away and kind of grow up as a man. And Miami makes you grow up pretty fast, <laughs> coming from uh, coming from Big Spring. Well, you were known for what one-handed grabs down there in Miami, right? Yeah. Um, well, you got yeah. the big mitts. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I kind of had to because you know some of the quarterbacks there weren't that accurate, so you know. Tight ends don't get that many balls, so you got to try to take advantage of every single one that that comes your way. I can remember uh, my first practice here. Brett threw a ball behind me, uh, and it was kind of you know, warm up, and I grabbed it one hand. So he waited till practice started, and he threw that same pass, but he threw it 100 miles an hour, and I tried to do the same thing I did during walkthrough. So the ball tips off my hand, goes up in the air, and uh, Bernardo intercepts it and takes it to the house. Coach Sherman brings me to the sideline and said, I don't ever want to see you ever in your life do a one-handed catch. That was, that was the last time I tried to grab a ball. You were drafted, basically, because uh, Mark Chamura's career was winding oh, yeah. down. But oh. you had, you're aware of that. Yeah, because uh, Jeff Jagosinski, my first tight end coach, he came down like weeks maybe a month before the draft, and he kind of explained the situation to me, and he was like, you know, uh, if you're there, we're going to take you, um, and if you're not, then they were going to take Anthony Beck, who was the other, the other tight end coming out of West Virginia when I came. So um, I knew, you know, I had a, a, a gut feeling that I would end up in Green Bay. You know, the coldest place in the world is probably where I'm going. <laughs> Were you happy about it or not? <laughs> or well, I mean, care? I was just happy to be drafted in general, you know. Um, and then uh, uh, knowing that Green Bay's kind of like Big Spring, it would kind of take me back to, you know, my roots, you know, a small town and everybody knows you, you know. And, you know, these little small towns keep you out of trouble. There's, there's a lot of trouble you can get in in the big cities, but not in Green Bay. The fans don't allow you to. Franks played eight seasons in Green Bay, where he worked with two of the greatest quarterbacks in Packers history, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. 
people always ask me, what about what's the difference between the two? Uh, who's better? Who's what? You know, I'm not asking who's better, but tell us about the two quarterbacks in how they're either similar or different. What would you say as a guy who's been in there with them? They're similar from the aspect of they'll, you know, they'll put a penny, you know, in a in a water bottle, you know. That's how they feel that they can place that the, the, the football. Their, their, their placements are perfect. And I think Aaron learned that by standing behind him, Brett, and watching him, that most of the windows in the NFL are very tight. And you're always covered, but the quarterback can actually uncover you. And Aaron learned that at an early age. That's why he started throwing the ball harder, because, you know, windows close a lot faster. But, I mean, other than that, they're, they're a little different. You know, Brett's more of a... Uh, what do you call it, a gunslinger, you know, and, and Aaron's a little more, you know, precise and, you know, he wants to march you down the field. Brett, if he can hit the home run on, on the first play, he'll take it. Were they different type people in the huddle? Uh, were they about the same? How, how did they run the huddle? Well, no one runs the huddle like Brett. I mean, I, I can remember a game, uh, we were in the fourth quarter, we were down by three points, and... It was my first year. This is what made me start, you know, loving the legend of Brett. And it, it, it might have been like we were in our last two-minute drive, and we were on our maybe five-yard line. We had, so we had to go 95 yards in two minutes. And Brett just comes in the huddle, and he goes, hey, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. But we're all going to wake up tomorrow, and tomorrow's going to be just a you know, regular day. And then, you know, that kind of broke it down into – perspective that you know we really enjoy this game but at the end of the day it's just a game so don't put any more pressure on yourself then you know somebody's gonna win somebody's gonna lose either we're gonna make this touchdown or we're not so that changed the way I thought about football you know just because I got to see how he approached it you know he approaches the game like it's simple you know it's just like playing backyard backyard football don't make it any harder than that and that helped me a lot Best team you played on, would you, would you say, here in Green Bay? You played on some good teams. There was probably two. The two division, uh, the division games we played. The one we played against Philly, which uh, <laughs> we lost. That 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 hurt. And then uh, the one where the Giants won there, uh, they came here and they beat us at Lambeau. The championship game. And then they went game. on to, to go to the championship game. Those were probably the best two teams and. I'll never forget neither one of those games. Let me ask you about the 2017. That was kind of Mike McCarthy's second year. You guys in Dallas were the two top teams in the NFC. You guys beat Seattle on a Saturday afternoon. Dallas and the Giants are going to play in Dallas in the divisional playoffs. And if the Cowboys won, you guys are going to travel to Dallas for the NFC championship game. If the Giants won, championships game is going to be in Green Bay. Mm -hmm. You knew the weather forecast. It was going to be 40 below in Green Bay mm -hmm. that next week. It yeah. wasn't going to be 28 degrees and snowing and kind of fun. It was going to be bone-chilling cold. Yeah. Who are you guys rooting for? Well, we wanted to play Dallas again because we, we played them, them earlier that year, yeah. and we lost to them there. That was, that was the only time I ever you know, played against the Cowboys, my hometown um, team, and I was actually hurt, so I didn't get to play. And then Brett got hurt. So he didn't get to finish the game, and Aaron had to play. So we wanted to play him because, you know, we were back and healthy, and, you know, they were the best team in the NFC that year. So, uh, you know, we wanted to prove that if they came here, or even if we went back there, that we could beat them once we were at full strength. 
But then the Giants ended up winning, you know, and they came here, which made us happy because it was a home game. And we don't lose at home, you know. You don't lose at Lambeau in the playoffs. Right. And they came in, and I promise you, Plexico Burris was just everywhere. He, he, he took over that game. As a member of the Packers, Bubba caught 256 passes for 2,300 yards and 32 touchdowns. He was a three-time Pro Bowler and knows he lived one of the great experiences a football player could have. The culture down here, you know, everyone loves the Packers. You know, you might find one or two Bears fans uh, sprinkled throughout here, but th there'll be more Packer fans in Chicago than there is Bears fans in Green Bay. And the fans, they they love you. They treat you like, you know, you're you're their brother, you're their sister. You could go out, you can go out and eat and they won't bother you. You know, it's not like the big city where, you know, hey, there's Brett Favre, let's go ask him a, a you know a million questions. They allow him to sit there and eat with his family, you know, because they respect him that much. Because pretty much we play for them. So we're their players. And it's, it's, it's so unique here that a lot of players who play on other teams don't ever get to experience that. And I really enjoyed it and I really appreciate it while I was here.